Chapter 28 Vaughn had been asleep for a few hours, and his choking snore rattled the thin plastic walls of the trailer. Denise was still upright in her chair. The last of the weed had burned out, and she was taking long pulls from a plastic bottle of rum. The label was completely peeled off and torn to bits in her lap. The spider legs projected along the wall had been still for the past hour, and she wondered what had kept it still for so long. She wondered if it was as stoned as she was, and motionless from the same paralyzing boredom. She took another long swig, and a bit of rum ran down the side of her face. A box fan trembled in a corner. Other than the light falling on the wall, the rest of the living room had grown dark. She sank back into her chair and closed her eyes, unable to lift her hands. The rest of the bottle spilled into her lap. Finally, the spider had disappeared and the darkness of a blank dream surrounded her. She drew in a breath and let it fall out her nose without a sound. She was cradled in this kind of space, being carried along in the air. There were no clouds or lights, just a weightless feeling lifting her heart and lungs, as if falling but never landing. She sank deeper and deeper beneath textureless depths, her arms out at her sides as if she were soaring, her knees relaxed. She spun and flipped over and over. She let the air take her and touched the emptiness with her fingers. A hard smack of thin metal woke her with a jump, and she was back in the living room. The spider legs curled and scrambled wildly along the wall as the sound came again. Then she heard a scraping sound drag along the front door. She could see a flashlight beam bouncing just outside the window next to it. The door was locked, but someone was pulling at it, and daylight was poking through the blinds. She rolled the bottle off of her and stood up, pulling off her rum-soaked pants. Now she was wearing only a thin pair of underwear and a long sweatshirt with chewed-up wrists. She still had on her shoes and stepped as lightly as she could toward the door. Another bang came from the other side. Someone was breaking in. She grabbed the doorknob and looked down the short hallway that led to the bedroom. Vaughn was still snoring loudly. The spider shadow crawled along the wall behind her and seemed to touch at her back. She jumped and flinched, but then slowly pulled open the door. The early morning light filled the living room floor. Colt was on the other side, framed by the locked screen door. He was prying at the latch with a tire iron and didn't notice her. His nose was bleeding, and he kept wiping it on his shoulder. Then he saw her shoes and looked up. Her face was obstructed by the warped screen door window, but he could clearly make out her panties, her bare legs, and her tiny paint-spreckled sneakers. Her eyes floated behind a bright streak of blue. They were cold and expressionless, and vacantly recognized him. Colt dropped the iron and cupped his eyes to the window. Denise? She didn't say anything. She looked at the spider shadow along the wall, then back down the hallway at Vaughn. He was passed out cold. 
She pushed the door open and stepped out onto the small cement stairs. Then she closed both doors behind her quickly and motioned for Colt to follow her. They walked down a wide strip of gravel that separated the two rows of trailers until they reached a fence. It was broken and leaning to one side, and there was a hacked-away entrance to the tall cornfield on the other side. Denise stopped and grabbed Colt by the elbow. "'Where's your bike at?' she whispered. He hadn't heard her soft voice in a long time, and the sound of it startled him. His eyes traced her face as she squeezed at his arm. He spoke without thinking. "'Do you always answer the door in your underwear?' he asked. She hushed him and let go of his arm. "'Be quiet,' she said, looking around. "'Where is your bike?' "'I don't have it,' he said. "'I had to get a ride. "'What are you doing here, Denise? "'Why did you leave me for a place like this?' "'Don't,' she said, crossing her arms and shivering. "'Did you come to get me or not? "'I'll leave with you if that's what you want, "'but we need to go now before Vaughn wakes up.' "'The corn stalks shifted. "'Colt put a hand to her face. "'She looked really drunk. "'Her eyes were pink.' and the stale smell of alcohol wafted up as she leaned into him for warmth. He couldn't think of what to say. I love you, he said. I missed you. She coughed and wiped her mouth with his sleeve. Okay, she said, but we have to go. She pushed him away and ran back to the trailer. Then she quietly opened the door and stepped back inside. Colt remained against the fence and looked around. He noticed the enormous motorcycle Frank had mentioned. It was parked right by the trailer. The light of day was full on now, and a bird off in the distance began singing. It was a choking sort of sound, gargling out among the trees beyond the field. The door came open, and Denise rushed out in her green leather jacket, still not wearing pants. She ran over to Colt and handed him a set of keys. Here, she said, let's take his bike. We need to go now. Colt took the keys and grabbed her by the hand. He pulled her over to the bike and picked her up by the hips and sat her on the back seat. Then he threw a leg over it and climbed on. His feet barely touched the ground on either side as he balanced himself and adjusted the mirrors. Denise wrapped her arms around his chest and breathed onto the back of his neck. The massive engine started with a thunderous roar, but before the sound could shake the walls and windows of Ocean Wave Trailer Court, Colt, Denise, and the big bike were flying down the gravel driveway and onto the highway. Colt shifted gears and pulled at the accelerator as the wind cried around his face and the sun rose slowly from behind a set of tall black trees. Denise pulled him back into her and kissed his ear. He turned and leaned back, shouting over the sound of the engine. I love you, Denise. She held him tightly, but lifted her face back from his, looking out into the distance that went on in every direction. Thank <laughs> you.